Hi, welcome to the Firefly Movement podcast. My name is Alyssa Williamson. The Firefly Movement is a group of licensed professional counselors and marriage and family therapists in the Dallas area. We're here to talk mental health. We occasionally like to talk about the Enneagram and we like to interview people who are making a difference in the world to find out how they got in touch with, started developing and using their unique gifts in the hopes that you'll start using yours. You can nominate people that are lighting up your world at our website, fireflymovement.org. Here's the show. everyone. It's Alyssa. We have a really special episode for you guys today. We normally in each episode take time to tackle a specific mental health topic. And what we're doing today is actually highlighting something that we're doing at Firefly Movement, which we are in the process of applying for May 20th, starting next year to be National Firefly Day. And so Firefly Movement is really about identifying people who are bringing light into the world or people that help you Shine and shine is an acronym, so it's someone that sees you, hears you, inspires you, nurtures you, and encourages you to discover, develop, and start sharing your unique gifts. And the idea behind that is that we want to point out people, and a lot of times these are very these are ordinary people, it doesn't have to be someone who's a nonprofit leader or written a book or has a company or anything like that. Um, just for us to identify the people that are bringing light into dark situations because there's plenty of darkness out in the world. And so what we did today is we had three of our wonderful team members who are therapists with us, which is Mark, Carrie, and Beth, talk about someone that helped them on their journey to become a therapist and someone that helped them discover and start developing and sharing their gifts. And the thing I love about this episode is that all the people that were identified were just normal people. They weren't people that had a big following. They weren't influencers. These are just ordinary people. Most of them are family members um, that helped them see the giftings that they had and start using them. And I get to see the work that these people do every day, and it's just wonderful. So I hope that this episode is an encouragement to you to... First of all, see the giftings that you have and to start using them, but also to realize how you can be a light in someone else's life um, and maybe without even knowing it. So enjoy. Hey, Mark. Hey. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being here. Yeah, happy to be here. Awesome. Well, everyone, Mark Olkowski is one of the awesome LMFT associates that we have at Firefly Movement. And Mark, you work with a lot of men and boys and adolescents and a lot of, you do a lot of couples work. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Yeah. And are really, just really gifted therapists that we're lucky to have with us. Um, but you're here to talk about someone who's been a firefly in your life and someone that has, you know, seen what's in you and encouraged you and helped you to start sharing your gifting. So who comes to mind for you when you think of that? Um, it took me a little while to, to decide on, on one, cause I know there's so many people who come into that, but I'd say at the roots, probably my mom to tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's someone who's certainly been there for me and, and many, many different ways. And then of course, 
as I imagine a lot of people out there can relate to and uh, the difficult times, even with her. But I think through that um, and through some of those experiences are, are uh, responsible for so much of the growth in my life. Yeah, I've been hearing about a lot of moms as we've been doing these interviews. It's been really, really interesting to hear that. And I know that your mom has had a huge impact on you, as all of our, our moms have. Um, but is there are there specific gifts that you think of that she helped you see in yourself? Yeah, I think uh, it took some time for sure. And, and I think a lot of it really... I, I, came to see that it was modeling after her a lot because I didn't always see that they were there. But I think over time, um, I think a lot of it's just the empathy and, and tenderness that, that I developed and just interpersonal skills in general. Um, not that it was all pleasant learning these things, but uh, I mean, I got to say at least to help give some context that, uh, that in my family, there was a lot of interpersonal strife, particularly b- between my parents. And so, I mean, there's, of course, you know, it's, it's balanced. There's all kinds of wonderful things as well. But um, through a lot of that and just witnessing stuff between her and my dad and then experiencing that stuff directly, being in the middle and all kinds of unhealthy ways um, is, is where I, I think the battlegrounds in many ways, but the training also to, to develop some of these things. And so, wow. yeah, it was it was hard, but I think as I got older, made it through adolescence, you know, all the difficulties there and, and into adulthood is when I started to really see just how, how much the, um, the similarities between what I, what I witnessed and experienced then with, with who the, who the person I became. Yeah. And so you're saying your mom did that in large part through modeling for you, how to have empathy and how to, how to work with people when there's conflict. Exactly. Cause I got to, uh, you know, to use the, the battle uh, analogy that at the end of that, a lot of times I was there to see the damage and then also there, which is I'm very thankful for, which, which kids don't always get to see. I was there also to witness the, uh, the healing and, and the reconciliation, the resolution. And in that, and that's where I saw a lot of that tenderness and a lot of the empathy yeah. and forgiveness, um, in my, in my mom. And, uh, I mean, it was painful, um, and I didn't know what was going on um, for a long time, but, but that's where I, I got to see and experience a lot of that. And that's not just, you know, w- with my dad. <laughs> I, too, did all kinds of things that, that I can look back on and just see, um, see some of the pain that I caused and to still be able to, to be given that kind of unconditional support and love. Yeah, Absolutely. And so from there, like she helped you kind of identify that that is a gifting for you. Um, did she help you in the process of starting to develop them or did you kind of take the reins from there? Um, I'd say you, you could say a bit of both because it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. I, I was one of those, those kids and, and young men even who didn't really, uh, didn't really recognize uh, the language of gifts for myself or strengths or anything. I, I had a lot of self-esteem issues and um it was difficult for me to really even try to to accept those kinds of things but i think that that they really uh, sh- showed up the most when it came to just being with other people and so I, I guess i kind of learned vicariously but at the same time just noticing the way people would um uh relate to me 
and and connect with me. And it gave me the opportunity to kind of model those things and be like, you know what, this isn't even about me. With someone who had low self-esteem, it was easy uh, to not make it about me. But I can see now that, you know, that wasn't all bad. Um, some of that, mm. though I might have been afraid to to show up or, or to be even noticed for who I was, um, at the same time, I was I was being shaped as somebody who really cared deeply, and I still do care deeply about about other people's stories and lives and 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 all of that. So I think it, it really helped to develop those interpersonal things. Again, not necessarily intentionally, but but that's how it came about. Yeah, and so now you're getting used as gifts in a lot of different ways. Like, where is that showing up for you now? It still exists in in my family relationships. Not so much being in the middle of conflict, not in that way. But I'm thankful that I've, I have a lot of close ties, whether with cousins, aunts and uncles, nieces, nephews, brothers, sisters, with my parents still. Um, I still get to be on the, the positive side of that where I am, uh, I'm trusted as a good listener and someone who just cares. And, and they'll know that I like to be lighthearted and, and, and silly. So it's not all about um, just the heavy things. But I, mm-hmm. I guess it, it's helped me become... Um, an enduring safe person for them. So that's, yeah. that's one way. And then and we should probably mention that you're an Enneagram nine, right? <laughs> that, that like, I don't know, that's been coming up in some of the other interviews. And I don't think it's helpful for people, but you do have that grounded, peaceful um, kind of energy that you bring into the counseling room and then also into your relationships. Oh, well, well, thank you. I'm happy to know you experienced me that way. And, and I would, would agree that, that uh, nine has something to, to do with it. Certainly my personality as it was shaped, um, like I mentioned, maybe that more unhealthy side, not, not really, uh, showing up or seeing that, that I mattered or, or any of that. Um, I think that definitely played into a lot of my development. So here I am now and, you know, developing a little bit, um, or, you know, I guess a lot more self-esteem thankful for that. <laughs> but, uh, now when I do show up, I still get to, I guess not have it be, um, so focused on what I'm going through and, and instead um, just be peaceful as, as we focus on what everyone else is going through. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can only imagine, I mean, I know how gifted you are as, as a counselor, but it sounds like all those things, starting with your mom, um, really prepared you for graduate school and your internship and, and being the therapist that you are and being a safe place for people professionally too. Hmm. I think so. And I think she, she would be pleased to know that if she doesn't already, I'll have to I'll definitely have to let her know. Um, I'm telling you, this whole thing is turning into a giant, like belated Mother's Day episode because so many people are talking about their moms. It's really cool. That's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, is there anything else that we should cover? Anything else you want to mention about her? Hmm. Well, I think, I mean, just who I am as far as even my interest, I'd say I get, I get a lot from her, you know, uh, my love for, for animals, for movies, for people, for nature. Like I think, uh, you don't always know just how much you are being shaped until you get a little bit of, of hindsight. But now, you know, even certainly dealing with the social distancing and everything and just how much it means just to look out the window, right. And just appreciate nature not to say that's all directly uh, from from my mom, but it's it's interesting to think that when I see the things that light her up and that she gets excited about, 
uh, I know that I've had years of my life as, as a young boy watching that happen before I uh, really developed all of my own interests. And so, you know, without having to pick all the different ones, suffice it to say that there's, there's so much of, of who I am, not just my strengths or gifts that I can throw back and, and, and pass some thanks to my mom. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing with us, Mark. You're welcome. Thanks for, for asking. Absolutely. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Hi, Alyssa. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I'm good. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for being on the podcast today. Everybody, we have Carrie Parr. She is one of the LPC interns, which you just finished your hours, right? So you're about to be licensed LPC on our team, which is super exciting. Um, But you're just here to share with us someone that's a firefly in your life. So who you got? Okay, so mine is actually my sweet husband, Forrest Parr. And I met him when I was 19 years old. And oh my I gosh, would, that's so cute. I did not I, know you guys were together that young. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I met him really early. But I would say, sorry, if you hear my little son in the background, I have a 20-month-old and he's totally fine. Um, but my husband and I met really young. And I would say before meeting him, I felt a lot more insecure in like a typical six fashion. Just a lot of like You're a six on the Enneagram. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so just a lot of fears and stuff. And so I would say that honestly, Forrest has helped me kind of embrace the courageous side of a six and just help me be brave. And one of the ways uh, I saw this kind of a big thing that happened was when he was in law school and I was working as a counselor, there was this position that um, we decided to kind of create at the school I was working at. It didn't exist before. And at the time, I kind of was like, oh, why in the world would they ever choose me to lead this? I'm young, other people are more experienced and stuff. And he just really encouraged me to go for it and was like, I'm going to be here whether or not it works. And what's really cool is that that position still exists today. And if I hadn't had him and kind of that encouragement to be brave and like initiate this, like that program wouldn't exist at the school anymore. And it was a really needed position. So I'm very thankful to my husband, but yes, that's kind of my anger. Does he know his Enneagram number? Um, he would be a nine and I love wow. that when you read about a six and a nine together, when they meet, like when they kind of get together, they say, oftentimes they feel like they've met like their soulmates, like the one who they've been waiting for. And I just feel like that really kind of epitomizes how we were when we met too. So that is so anyway. precious. I love that. Well, and I love too. it sounds like he's a real grounding force for you, yes. you know, oh, and yes. like, as a six, there's there's a there's a really courageous side there, but there can be a lot of like feeling like there's a worst case scenario kind of thinking going on a lot. And it sounds like he just like brings that that peace that nines bring. Oh and, yes. Yeah, that kind of just yeah. safety. And so then it really is a great place for me to grow and that kind of stuff. And then honestly, it's so funny when he goes to a six, you know, in stress, obviously I live there. So in the sickness and I'm like, I'm able to help him with that. Be like, Oh, I know how this works. You know, <laughs> I've seen that before. So, yeah. Yes, exactly. So it just, I feel like we're very complimentary in our personalities and how we are, but yes, he is probably the biggest firefly and the biggest gift in my life. Um, so 
Yeah. Yeah. My sweetie. And he's helped you develop and share your gifts as a counselor, which is so powerful. Yes. Yes. And it's so cool too, because I know you as a therapist, I know how good you are with, um, as a therapist and with kids and, you know, with the position that you were in and I, you know, I know what a gift you were to the school you're working at at that time. And so, um, so it's really cool to see, you know, where, where you started out and where you are now in part because of his support. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing with us, Carrie. Yeah, of course. Anytime. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Hi, Beth. Hello. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Awesome. Okay, everybody. We have Beth Hunt with us. Beth is one of the LPC interns on the Tea Associates that we have at the Firefly Movement. Um, And she's just here to share her Firefly with us, which is just someone that has encouraged her to develop and share her gifts during her life. So, Beth, who's your Firefly? Well, um, a couple people came to mind when I was thinking about this, but with Mother's Day just happening, um, I will say my mom is definitely one of my biggest fireflies in my life, having known me before I was born. Um, (laughs) She's definitely one of my best friends, has always been, and we've had, I think, a very unique relationship. And so, um, yeah, I would say she's my firefly. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, and so our fireflies are people that help us discover, develop, and share our gifts. So how did your mom do that for you? Yeah, well, the first things that I kind of was thinking about is like how she helped me discover my strengths. And when I was thinking about this question, um, it made me think back to in high school, I remember taking this trip to Dallas, being from Oklahoma. That was always like a big deal. We're going to go to Dallas. Um, and she actually had me um, go. I don't even remember what the place is called at this point, but um, it was an aptitude testing place where literally you spent all day learning what some of your strengths are. And so wow. that's like the more logistical way I was, I was thinking, well, yeah, that was exactly what she helped me do is very practical. Yeah. Very practical to yeah. find out, um, kind of what I was more prone to be do well at and others, not so much, you know, and, and so out of that for you, it was, you know, at the time I had like medical school on my radar and thought <laughs> I was going to go down that route. Um, mm-hmm. and some of that stuff did come up, but a lot of it was like, um, like languages and counseling was one of the things that um, came up as well. And so, you know, here I am today, it all worked out, but yeah, um, I think it helped me just kind of broaden my options. I think at the time I was very um, one track mind. And so it kind of helped me keep an open mind, um, which I'm glad it did because here I am. So yeah, absolutely. How did your mom help you develop, uh, you know, develop that gifting and move towards what you're doing now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think she's really, she does a good job at reminding me kind of how far I've come in moments where I'm feeling kind of low. Like, I mean, she has a whole lifetime of history on me, you know, to remind me, Hey, like you've done well, um, and you've worked hard and you will continue to like, you're not perfect, but, um, 
you know, you are equipped to do this. And, um, and she's just, I don't know, she's just been one of my biggest cheerleaders and, um, definitely reminds me of, of who I am and, and why I do this. So. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> Very cool. I'm sure that she'll be thrilled to hear this. Yes. Mean a lot to her. <laughs> she knows I, I try to tell her, but yeah, she would love yeah. that. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, thank yeah. you for sharing that with us. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, she, and on another note, like I am an Enneagram four and I know you talk a lot about Enneagram we stuff. We do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as a four, I think I can definitely sometimes get stuck in all the feels and, you know, thinking through a lot of things. And um, it's the doing part that I sometimes can, you know, lack in. And she's a, a two mom. And so um, that's probably why she, I feel like she's my biggest cheerleader because she literally is. But I think yeah. um, she can when she goes to eight in a good way, like she can really kind of lie, lie to fire under me no pun intended but like uh, <laughs> she will you know just say like you have to try it like you can't always just be thinking what if or planning things out um you won't know like how something goes whether it's counseling or whatever yeah and, unless you actually try it out and if it doesn't go as you thought it would then that's okay you know like you can try again or just you know learn to be flexible and so I think because her support and love is so unconditional, like she's really good at just saying, go for it. So <laughs> that's so powerful. Yeah. Well, and I think that twos and fours can have kind of a special relationship sometimes because they share a line with each other. Like twos hopefully grow into more four traits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know like as a four, like it's when you're under stress, right. That you can kind of take on some two qualities. So I think that we kind of speak similar languages sometimes, Definitely. but um, but it sounds like there was just like a lot of perfectionism too. That was kind of keeping you back to mm-hmm. a certain degree. And your mom yes. just kind of helped you kick that because, you know, she was like, you know, move fast and break things and no one's perfect. And you, you got to do this because you're gifted. Right. Yeah. 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 That's and I'm so still cool. sometimes stuck in that place too. But she, again, she's definitely there to remind well, me. Aren't we all sometimes? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Awesome. Was well, there anything else that you should add or that you want to add? I don't think so. No. My That's mom's so just she's okay. the coolest mom ever, I think. <laughs> she sounds she does sound awesome. That's so <laughs> great. Okay. Well, I hope your mom gets to listen to this and that she enjoys it. And thanks yeah. for sharing this with us. Of course. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> thanks, Beth. Mm-hmm. Bye. The thing I love about today's episode is that every single one of the fireflies that we're identifying were family members. For me, that was really telling because I think it can be easy for me to focus on people who uh, maybe I've listened to their podcast or I've read their book or I've seen them speak. But the people that I hear about day after day, when people try to identify someone that made a really big impact on their life, a lot of times it's a family member, it's a friend, it's their spouse, it's someone in their church or their community that stepped in to help them during a difficult time. So don't discount the influence that you are already having. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are it's because you are a caring person that cares about mental health issues, cares about the people around you. 
And I think that it's important that we take time to celebrate and to recognize the impacts that we have day to day that don't make it on Instagram, that are never going to be featured in somebody's book, that's never going to be on Super Soul Sunday, but still bring light into the world and help us become the people that we were meant to be. Hope you guys enjoyed this and we will have more episodes that are focusing more on mental health issues in the future. But in the meantime, I hope you guys continue to shine your light on the people around you and continue discovering your gifts and using them to make a difference. You've been listening to the Firefly Movement Podcast. If you know someone who's bringing light into the world, you can nominate them to be on our show at our website, fireflymovement.org. Also, please like, subscribe, and leave us a review so more people can find us. See you next time. Thank you.